Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 660 for the week of January 14, 2023. Happy New Year. It has been a crazy new year, and we're only two weeks in, mm. at least for me. <laughs> Sorry, we had an impromptu extra week off last week because nobody was around and yeah. everyone was dead. Uh, this week's not much better, but we're going to get a show out for you. So, Indeed. Let's do it. Uh, Kelly, what have you been playing? Well, so t- two days before New Year's, I get a text message from my sister saying uh call me or call me when you get up we need to talk oh and i'm i'm like no day has ever started out with a text like that and been a good day so i'm like oh my god what's going on um i talked to her find out that my uncle died and my mother needed somebody to go with her to the funeral and the funeral's in Biloxi, mississippi which is a 13 hour drive from where i live in wichita kansas Oh, the first week of the new year, I basically spent four days in a car, um, three days in Mississippi, uh, dealing with Mississippi rednecks. And I mean, we did do some cool stuff. We went to the uh, aquarium to kill time and we went to did some shopping and I went to a cool bookstore. But the rest of it was like dealing with Will and lawyer crap and. I could tell my mom was done because she was like, I am done with dealing with Mississippi rednecks. We're going home. (laughs) (laughs) We will just alienate our audience, Kelly. All right. I I, I apologize. I mean, my mom was just pretty sick of dealing with her family. Um, They're very belligerent and they talk over each other so much that the lawyer was like, okay, people one at a time. (laughs) Yeah. One at a time. Um, so, because of that, thankfully, I had a lot of time to myself to game, so I booted up one of my Christmas games, which was Dragon Quest Treasures. Um, I had a, I mean, Matt talked about it a little bit. I, I can't remember if he talked about it with me privately or on Backtrack, but um, he was having a little bit of trouble getting into it, and then kind of hit the groove of the game and then did his review. Um, I started playing it, and for some reason, it just clicked with me right off the bat. the The issue with that game is that the main character is not meant to be a frontline fighter. Um, you're playing as either Eric or his sister Mia, and they are weak sauce compared to the monsters that you recruit. So your job in that game is to pretty much just kind of hang back and take your slingshot and take pot shots at monsters. Once you figure that out, you'll have a good time. (laughs) The other thing that's really annoying about that game is that while you're out gathering treasures, um, rival gangs will attack you just out of nowhere. And it seems like you cannot go two feet without getting a rival gang attacking you. And these rival gangs are usually like several levels higher than you. And, you know, before you get a lot of really good monsters recruited, they can just ruin your day. Uh, so I was dying a lot at the beginning of the game, so I had to kind of teach myself to save often. But once I got me some decent monsters recruited, 
um, specifically a king slime with a good heel. Um, the, the game is actually really fun. Um, you, you go dig up treasures, and a lot of the treasures are from classic Dragon Quest games. And that dopamine hit when you get back to your base, and you're like, oh boy, what's this treasure going to be? Oh, cool, I unlocked the protagonist from Dragon Quest VIII. Uh, and you can display your treasures in your vault. So I've got like all the different Dragon Quest protagonists displayed in my vault. Um including Yangus from 8, who's my favorite character in the entire series. Uh, um, I'm actually kind of close to finishing this game right now. I still have, because um, your goal is that you're trying to find like seven legendary stones, and I have quests to find all the stones. I just need to go actually find them. Mm. But I still keep wanting to finish up some of the side stories and stuff like that because the side stories unlock like keys to different treasure chests and things like that. Um, the, the game has a demo out now. I don't think we have a new story about that. So I Go say get the, try demo. the demo. Yeah. Yeah. Try the demo and see if it's going to click with you. Just know that you are not going to be upfront smacking stuff as Eric or Mia. You're going to be. Pretty much a range fighter throughout it's a monsters the monsters game. game. Isn't that the way yeah. it should be? Um, so, so Matt and I were talking about this, and what he thinks happened is because of the development hell this went through. Um, he figured that it was easier for them to create assets for all the treasures than it was to create assets for all the monsters, which is why this went <laughs> from a monsters game to something different completely. Because mm. even before the pandemic, this game was in development hell. Oh, I love the little pigs and the uh, magic hats. They're so cute. Ham witches. Of course, my, my favorite monsters in the whole game are, of course, the great saber cats. And those you can ride, ride on, which is fun. But, yeah. So I spent a lot of time with Dragon Quest Treasures. Um, before I had to go on my surprise road trip... I got Sonic Frontiers for Christmas, and I got very hooked on that. Um, Sonic Frontiers, I feel like, is the most fun I've had playing a Sonic game since the Dreamcast. Since the original Sonic Adventure 1. That's not the opinion. I don't know. I can't get a good beat on if it's a good game or not. Apparently you like it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it was fun running around the open world and finding like different loop-de-loops to go through and stuff off the beaten path. And then you've got the uh, portals, which lead you to more traditional Sonic stages. And those ones have like five different goals you have to do. So you finish the stage, you finish the stage with a certain number of rings, you finish the stage under a certain time and then you find the five uh, red rings and I 100% at all of the uh, portal stages um, just because I was having such a good time um, I, I mean I was having such a good time I platinum trophied this game which d- doesn't happen with me a lot that's a good sign <laughs> and, and yeah it has some problems um I noticed a little bit of pop-in, particularly with, like, the loop-de-loops and stuff. Like, on on the stream, you're seeing him try to 
do, do the little grind rails and stuff, and sometimes those can be kind of hard to find. Um, the story was really good. Some of the combo stuff is a little bit jank. Um, gosh, what else? Uh, the, the boss fights in Sonic Frontiers are really fun because you get to play as Supersonic for the boss fights and to take on these gigantic titans. And it's kind of a puzzle to figure out how you're supposed to beat the titans, you know, getting them into a vulnerable, vulnerable state and then wailing on them. And your uh, rings are pretty much like a soft timer for being able to beat the beat the titans in time. Um, the, the most fun thing I found about the game was finding all the different puzzles to unlock the world map. Because once you unlock the world map to 100%, then it turns all the portals into uh, fast travel points. So, I mean, really, if you're playing the game, you're, it behooves you to kind of unlock as many of those, uh, those, those those little signposts as possible. And then, you know, wait to do a lot of the portal stages until you get the map unlocked permanently, because then you can just fast travel right to them. Um, oh, and the, the fishing stuff I also got into, because a lot of the stuff that you fish up is classic so Sonic stuff like signposts and monitor rings and things like that. I don't know. I heard, I heard a lot of people saying that this didn't feel like a Sonic game, and I don't know where they're coming from with that because this felt like the Sonic game I've always wanted to play. Hmm. It just looks weird to me, Kelly. It's like the, the world Sonic is in doesn't match Sonic. I mean, what what Sonic's supposed to look like? Well, Sonic looks fine. It's the world that doesn't match or, Sonic, I thought. I mean, what's Sonic's world supposed to look like? Less then? real? More cartoony? Yeah, I, I can see that. I don't know. Maybe maybe if they would have done a blend, more, a blend of... Um, did you ever watch the Sonic movie? The first one, yeah. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, you remember how his world looked yeah. in that? Yeah. Maybe if they would have done something more like that. Yeah. But I don't know. They were not going for that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't. And to be honest, I can't remember what the story was for the life of me. I thought this was. You said it was a good a, story. It was. You can't remember it for the life of you. I, I I was sick in between then, to be honest with you. Oh, Vaughn says he wants to see a uh, Sonic World like the OVA. I didn't watch the OVA. Um, that one's really good. Back in the day, I found that as a VHS at Suncoast to date myself. And you know, the idea of having a Sonic anime back in the day was just pure wee bliss for me. Wasn't that what um, we were watching on the Saturday morning cartoons, essentially? Well, yeah, but th that technically wasn't an anime. That oh. was an American cartoon. I thought it was French. No, oh. you're thinking of the Sonic Underground but that was on Saturday morning. Oh, whatever. I don't care. There were, there were three different. Exactly. Classic. The good ones were in the 90s and French. Okay, you had Sonic 7 AM. That one was American. That one was the one that the comics were based after. Okay. That's the good one that everybody likes. No. You have no, no, the post-apocalyptic one is the good one. Yeah, that's Sonic 7 AM. Oh, well, then I'm wrong. Okay, cool. 
It, there's that one that had Princess Sally and mm-hmm. Rotor and all of the comic characters. That's the one that oh, everybody that likes. That, okay. Right, because it's owned by the comic guy that everybody hates. No, he doesn't own those characters. He just thinks he does. Yeah, he just thinks he does. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Uh, There's The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which was more Looney Tunes inspired. And that's the (sighs) one that's kind of the crappier of the three cartoons. And then there's Sonic Underground, which is divisive. People either love that cartoon or they hate that cartoon. Got it. I love that cartoon because it's got the Sonic Rock Band, and that's my jam. Um, Vaughn hates that cartoon because he thinks it's stupid. So there's a new show, right? Yeah, Sonic Prime. Is that any oh, good? Is that as good yeah, as Boom? Actually, yeah, actually, it really was. Um, that's basically a multiverse Sonic where he breaks some stone and creates a multiverse. Oh, and no. He's traveling through it and meeting different versions of all the characters. Including one where Amy is like a jungle princess. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy, but the, the show is really cute. Um, <laughs> excuse me, one second. Oh, I didn't know there were two D stages in Frontier. Interesting. Yeah, that's the um, portal stages. You have to go into those to get keys so that you can unlock Chaos Emeralds. Cyrail says but, nine is my favorite incarnation of Tails. I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sonic goes into a post-apocalyptic world, and he meets a version of Tails whose name is Nine. Oh. Because he has not, nine he, he tails. Makes, so yeah, makes seven mechanical tails gotcha. to go with his natural yeah, ones, yeah, and yeah. you could you can tell they wanted to name that character Nine Tails, but didn't couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And that's basically a version of Tails that never had Sonic to encourage him, so he's kind of a loner. And the whole series, I mean, there's only eight episodes, and it ended on a cliffhanger. But the whole series is kind of an interesting character study on what a lot of the classic Sonic characters would be like if they never met Sonic. Uh, Oh, and and Shadow shows up, too, and Shadow kind of wrecks Sonic's crap. (laughs) He's got a gun. He's edgy. Uh, I mean, he doesn't have a gun in this one, but still, it's, it's a good show. I, I we've, we've had a good run of Sonic stuff lately between the movies and Frontiers and this new show. Um, to me, no Sonic show will ever top Sonic Boom because that one's the the best one. Um, just because it was so. Cartoon Network commissions a company to make Sonic the Sonic Boom cartoon and then forgot about them. So they got away with some jokes on that cartoon that were just amazing. And it, it kind of depicted Robotnik as more of a friendly rival than a villain. So there's a lot of really funny stuff going on in that, like um, Robotnik and Amy becoming friends over playing a collectible dog game. Mm. <laughs> Which is kind of the best episode. Um, There's an episode that makes fun of fan fiction that's a little too on the nose. Um, The chat is bringing up Sonic X. I I never liked Sonic X. I don't think anybody did, apparently. It had too much of the little kid and not enough Sonic. Mm. And plus, that was the one made by four kids that they really... Oh, yeah, that's enough said. Not made by four kids. Localized. Localized. 
by four kids. Ruined, really... savaged, destroyed. Oh, I mean, I've seen worse four kids adaptations, <clears throat> One Piece, but they didn't really do Sonic X any favors. They don't do anyone any favors. I mean, what we're still we're still laughing about jelly donuts even in 2023. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. They also ruined card captors, so. Oh, I never saw card captors. It doesn't matter. All right. Anyway, so let's move on to what I've been playing. Yes, I haven't spoke to you in what feels like forever, so tell me. I have been playing more World of Warcraft. I am doing, um, let's see, the uh, Mythic Plus stuff. I'm, I've finished a, a, a level 10 dungeon, so that's good for me. Um, I know people are up to twenties and twenty ones and that's that's not me. I don't have that group. But uh yeah, I've been getting good at healing and and doing the thing. And you know, wild pugs are wild pugs, so some groups go wonderfully and you feel great, and some groups make you feel like a piece of human trash. And um some groups just get you so mad that you can't play the game anymore. That's how it goes. Um so, yeah, I, I really should, like, get an actual group, because <laughs> then we could get better as a group, but, oh well. I, I, I'm just having trouble getting plugged in with anybody on WoW, so. Um, I, I get you. I'm, I'd love to try Mythics with you, but I am terrible at WoW. It's all right. <laughs> lately, I can't, lately, I can't even do Raid Finder without dying in the first AoE, because I get mixed up and just run right into the poop <laughs> so Sorry. i uh it's okay so phil um has gotten people to resubscribe to final fantasy 14 so i have done that as well so i'm kind of thinking now that i'm peeking on where i can pug and wow maybe i should look into 14 and finishing up the story of endwalker and and start pugging there <laughs> and seeing where that takes me <laughs> Um, seeing AGDQ yesterday, it's like, man, 14 is a completely different crowd. Yep. I, I'm seeing it as a circle of people, like, encouraging the speedrunner and thinking if this was WoW, people would be making level one characters and decimating every mob in the zone just to troll this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you 14 players, you're the goats. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you're my, pretty much out of stuff to do? My cat has move so i have to adjust the cameras so weird. oh you're trying I, to make one whole cat out of the camera yeah <laughs> i was wondering why all the light seemed very out of sorts yeah okay anyway um <laughs> what are we talking about oh 14 so uh yeah that's my plans on 14 they're they're very nascent i need to just put some time into it and see where i'm at um there's plenty of things to do letty lenny of let of plenty of um plenty of um what is it oh economy things money to try to make um but i haven't really got sucked into it yet so yeah have you maxed out all of the renown in In, 14 no in wow oh no and honestly it's just uh i find the world quest grind boring even though it's much less than it used to be i just i still don't want to do it so i'm having trouble getting myself to do it um, I don't know what to say there. Like, I should, quote unquote, should, but I can't. 
because that's kind of, well i mean i say that's my going well right now i kind of went back to shadowlands and have been doing the uh carrion arena because now that i'm level 70 i can cheese that very easily and that had a lot of transmog stuff that i really wanted but couldn't do when it was relevant because it was hard um but i also want to uh max out all of the different renowns just to get all the rewards there um I, I unlocked different colors for my dragon. The bad news is that it was the yellow color, which, which is arguably the worst one. Yeah, I've got that one on now. I need to take it off. <laughs> the blue is so much better. I, I want to unlock the black because I think that one looks the coolest, but that that involves a lot of grinding. With oh, I've got them, oh, I've got them maxed. Oh, cool. That That's actually faster to level than anything else. Um, even uh, if you just do like the big weekly quests, but like you do have to do them every week because it's thousands of rep per quest that you can get mm-hmm. off that with each of them. So um, by now you would be maxed with both of them. The uh, um, I don't know. I, I'm just finding the rewards from getting maxed out renown to be not great because gear I've I've got better gear from other sources now. Um, so what's left is crafting recipes, which is, which would be nice, except I've got a pure gear, uh, pure gathering character right now and I don't feel like gathering. So my alts can craft, but I don't want to grind rep on them. My main can get rep, but I don't craft on him. So I'm just got a lot of problems right now. (laughs) Nothing's working. see, (laughs) See, I, I do, um. I like getting a lot of the cosmetic reward rewards, so that's why maxing out the renown is kind of one of my goals because that's what I like is cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I love unlocking transmogs and pets and toys and mounts and all of that stuff. So, so I you know it makes me wonder like people complained about like lack of content in previous expansions or not liking the content or all the content being busy work. And then this expansion comes out and it's heralded as being much better and I feel like it was better and yet now I feel like the issues are the same. So hmm. t- were we just wrong before or we is there more issues, different issues? Is it just I don't I don't know. Like where are we at with WoW cuz I'm confused. Well, um they mapped out their kind of patch content stuff yeah when's those patches coming like get uh, on it we're, we're supposed <laughs> to get uh yeah, so, like, sorry for hey there's here. tam hey I, I, I was asking we if need you guys more. wanted a third wheel god we need another person thank you tam so um so um i i think the issue is is that everyone was hailing the stuff from the expansion because of you know the quest line and everything like that but once you get past all of that, there's not much else. It's yeah. <laughs> just all the normal grinds. Yep, I've done all the good stuff. Time to either grind those grinds, which I'm not interested in, or wait until they make the grinds easier and add more content and do those grinds alongside the new content, which I think I is where I'm leaning towards. <laughs> it, it seems like the busy work doesn't seem as bad this time around because there's more of a variety of busy work so that you're not necessarily stuck just running around in the mall. 
which yeah. is the busy yeah. work in Shadowlands. Now, State, and let know, me tell you, I am enjoying the Mythic Plus healing stuff. That's fun when with a good group. Um, the problem is how hard it is to find a good group. And yeah, part of that's on me. Like I need to just find and join a guild and make some friends, but I'm just having trouble doing that. And I, I don't know why, why it could be a social disorder on my, my end, or just I'm too old for this or, or I'm not trying to reach out to people or the, I don't know, but that's not happening. If that could happen, that would be one solution for me. And then everything else you guys said is is also true. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Final Fantasy fourteen has its busy work too. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna but there's I've always felt Final Fantasy fourteen I and while obviously has emulated this, has a lot more variety of the busy work. You know, because you could go do dungeons, you can do the raids, you can try and find a savage group, you can do crafting. And I mm-hmm. think and it's and you bring you bring up one of the best points is that um you know with final fantasy for you know with wow you have two side jobs that's it yeah versus 14 where you can have all the side jobs yeah yeah i have them all leveled up i still don't want to do them either (laughs) and that's fine but at least you know it's like i but like goodness (laughs) why can't i just get interested in this stuff I don't, I don't know. I'm trying. Because um, you've been playing WoW for 15 years. And... Yeah. Probably. It, it's hard to break the habit. Uh, Well, also, but also it means I'm bored, Tam. Because I've, I've done all this. <laughs> what I need is the social element. The, the thing I like about MMOs, I like two things. Grinding for gear upgrades. I know, I'm weird. And then... T- having fun with people with friends and i'm missing that latter part with with both of these mmos right now and i need to figure that out and that means like leaving the guilds i'm in which are small little social guilds with some friends that occasionally i see pop up pop on and say hi to and like we're more friends in real life than in the video game and i I, the idea of leaving those guilds just tears my soul apart because i'm actually friends with these people i don't want to do that but like i need an active guild and I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I have to figure that out. <laughs> oh, you, I, I, hey, I will tell you the, uh, in Final Fantasy 14, the FC I hang out with, which some of the people are playing WoW, um, I'm not even on the same server as them. I hang out in their Discord more than my own FC's Discord. <laughs> nice. Cappy asks if you could be a member of more than one guild. No, you cannot. However, both games have community chats that you can have. Yeah. So you can kind of join chats with other people. But I mean, it's going to depend on the community, whether or not that community chat is useful or if everything's actually in the guild specific chat. Um, And also like guild related advancements and achievements are still going to be limited to guild members. So anyway. And and then um, it also as um you know like as i was bringing up uh for final fantasy 14 my my equivalent of a guild free company fc it's active but it's a group of very close-knit people kind of like what he's experienced and i got pulled in by a friend who worked at who works at the same company as several of these people 
and I'm not even friends with that guy anymore. I like the people in the FC, but I don't. I don't always get a chance to interact with them because the because uh, they're they're not very active on Discord. And but I found another FC just by pugging stuff that I'm like hang out with all the time. They even want me to like transfer servers, and I've been hanging out with them for like a year and a half now, and they are still like super active people. Yeah, it's more like what I need. Yeah. Well, I, and I, and I think it could all work without actually joining the guild. It's just finding that group of people because, like as you've mentioned, everyone's active in their discords. It sounds like so. The in-game yeah, stuff doesn't even like matter. Four or five of us. Yeah. And and then then like uh, every now and then like a bunch of other people and um and I can if you want I can introduce you to them. They're not like super hardcore. You know, they do some savage stuff, but they're not like super hardcore people. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, uh, I don't even think I'm looking for savage. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I just understand we're a bunch of weirdos. Welcome to MMO Cast, Hair Frog. Thank you. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say, aren't we all weirdos in our own special uh, way? I think we are. I, I'm the weirdo that <sighs> likes Sonic Frontiers. Apparently, if it wasn't, I, I, like the gameplay looks fun. I think the world just looks kind of dead. Do you know how I found um, a good f- group of folks for like a year in Final Fantasy XI? Is I went into the forum, the recruitment forum, and just asked. So I need to just try that. <laughs> I think. Or, well, no. Actually, I should try and hook up with podcast listeners first. Which, the, the impression I have is the only one actively playing with an active guild is you, Tim. But if you are listening to this and you have an active guild and you want me and all my faults let me know oh and cyrell apparently okay there we go you have a group in 14 or or you have a group in wow see that i got both games covered then got wow and 14 my wife has her own separate active group in final fantasy 14 i'm not even i'm I'm like friends with some of them but i'm not even in that group (laughs) perfect now I have two groups, both competing for all my time, and I can't give either of them as much as they deserve. <laughs> now, now I have too many groups. See, I, yeah. Oh no. It's it's a matter of just linking up to the right people. Yeah, and you play just the game they're in. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I play pretty much fourteen mostly solo. Not as bad as JC Servant though. I'm gonna pass on the the WoW Classic rating guild here, Frog. Thanks though. Nope. I'm noping out of that one. I know the fights are easier. I just, I don't want to invest in classic at the moment. So, um, if, if we're still going on with what everyone's been playing, um, besides, besides three different mobile games, <laughs> um, are you playing, playing Nikkei? Don't, am, play, don't, I, play, oh, Nikkei. Totally don't play, don't play Nikkei. playing Nikkei. Don't play. Oh, damn. What is what are you playing? With, Did you see uh, the commercial? Did you see the Korean commercial that they have? <laughs> oh, a poll? I saw that commercial. That is, <laughs> uh, they even people were be- sh- sharing it in the meme chat on yeah. the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I'm part of the Discord. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't have all, I don't have the second authentication on Discord, so I can't like post anything or react to anything. Apparently, they were getting spammed hard, so they enabled that, which is fine. I don't mm, know. Mm-hmm. A lot of good artists in that group. You Anyways, should get to uh, a face setup. Come on, get on it. But um, 
obviously I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 this week. Uh, if you, if anyone's been watching the streams, because <laughs> uh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, uh, the new patch dropped, and and then I, I said, "Oh, it's spoilers. I have to leave." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I <yeah>. left. <laughs> yep, there were a few people who did that. Fine, you know, I understood, and I wore, and I did put in the title spoilers. Mm-hmm. So I, I tried to make sure people knew there would be spoilers, but it, it was good. It was good times. I, I won't, I won't say too much more to that, but uh, they're definitely leading into some stuff, and uh, I'm very interested on where it's going to go. Um, as far as uh, other games, I actually booted up uh, the very f- the second Sword Art Online game, uh, which is I think Hollow Fragments. I okay. figured play them in release order, um, but only because of the fact that uh, I don't want systems that get better than go- try and go back to older ones and be like, oh man, this sucks. Yeah, so uh, Sword Art Online re Hollow Fragment. I was I. I honestly, because uh, I actually tried playing the v, uh, Vita version of this, because it was I, um, the, either PSP or Vita, I forget which one. And playing it with a controller is a much better experience than playing it on a handheld. I've always been curious about the Sword Art games. Yeah, so I mean, they're 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 kind of like they're very much like action RPGs. They're almost. They're kind of like a PSO almost, you know, with the way all the combat is handled, where, you know, it's you, you have party members you can kind of direct, but you don't really play them. Love that meme. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, I mean, I was enjoying my time with it, but uh, is it is it a great game? No, it's, it's totally, it's Sword Art Online. It's a harem anime. It's, yeah. It's not a complete ripoff of Dot Hack, which is what I thought it was. It's fairly similar to Dot Hack, except the difference is, is um, no one can leave the world. Oh. And if you die in the game, you die. <laughs> there's a there's a thing in the helmet that'll kill your brain. Yeah, like you actually will die, and. Um, Basically, yeah, it's you, a terrorist MMO activity thing. It's weird. Yeah, and, and I would finish it, but like, nobody really talks highly of the animes anymore. So I never got around to finishing. Excuse me. And then uh, Ernest Klein sees the anime, and it's like, "Hey, I'll make a sequel to Ready Player One with this premise." Oh no! Is that what he did in two? That's what he did in two. Uh. I, it's funny, I loved the original Ready Player One and absolutely despise Ready Player Two. I see. <laughs> I don't acknowledge it. I keep, so that- I keep saying I'm going to read that book, Kelly, the first one, and see if I can deal with the, the endless stream of 80s references, um, but I just I can't get myself to do it. Um, listen to the audiobook because it's Will Wheaton. Narrate, yeah, narrated yeah. by Will Wheaton, and, and it's a much better time. And you can <laughs> skip all the creepy stuff like the masturbation chapter. <clears throat> oh, no, <laughs> actually, I think if I've got to hear how Will Wheaton handles that because I want to see, I want to listen to uncomfortable Will Wheaton. Remember, he's my rival for no good reason. <laughs> the, uh, he's my rival because like, I'm jealous of his success. <laughs> 
you have the same goals as Sheldon. More, yeah, yeah, we've been over this. Yeah, <laughs> it is very similar to Sheldon. Sorry, I had to write down "uncomfortable Will Wheaton." Uncomfortable Will Wheaton is a good title. Um, so other than really those two, I I didn't play any Relayer this week. Um, because of the fact that my kids stole the USB cable from my desk, (laughs) probably charge a PS5 controller. Wait, wait. No, oh no! I still have the PS5, the PS5 control that is at my desk too. So, do you need some more cables, Tam? I can get you some cables. Oh, I, I swear, I, my kids I, just steal everything. I just mm-hmm. use my port, my portable battery. Well, my computer doesn't recognize the PS because I'm using an actual PlayStation Five controller mm-hmm. for my oh. computer, and so unless it's actually plugged into the computer, it can't recognize it. Oh. Doesn't DS for Windows help with that? I don't know. Does it? You need some software that I know about. Okay. Let's handle that off the show. Yes. Okay. I would appreciate it greatly. But I still have to keep get it charged. I know, haven't have tried it, charged, it with so. the DualShock 5, but it, it would solve that problem with the 4. So I bet you it does it with the 5 as well. Because yeah. they keep developing it. Did you know that if you hook a DualShock 4 to your Steam Deck, that it changes all the icons to PlayStation icons? Yes. I love that. The the Steam Deck just handles it wirelessly, too. You don't even need to connect it with a wire. I know. I love it. Great. Yeah. That is Um, um, my preferred controller for the Steam Deck, because it is much quieter than the Xbox One controller, or the Xbox Series controller, which is too loud to play in bed next to my wife. She yells at me. (laughs) Well, uh, as uh, some people who watch my streams go, uh, and Paul mentioned this on one of hers, it's like, yeah, sometimes you can hear my cat snoring. It's like, Tam, we've all heard your cat snoring. I'm like, well, honestly, it could be my cat snoring. It could be my computer gurgling because it's, you know, liquid Mm -hmm. cooling. Or it could be me snoring because I have narcolepsy. Your computer snores? It it kind of Do you have air in the lines? You need to bleed a little? No, no, no. It gurgles. Okay. It'll gurgle sometimes as it's moving the water. All right. Is it a so. sealed system or is it an open loop that you filled? No, it's sealed. Okay. Nothing you can do then. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I agree with Cyrail. Gurgling radiator usually means air in the loop, but if it's sealed, he, he can't do anything. It's, it came that way. Yeah. <laughs> it all, it or it's getting it old in. or both or who knows. No, it's it's done that since I got it. Hmm. So, but it only does it on occasion, and that's usually when I'm like super. Uh, oh, uh, I tell you guys, I think I just figured out what I need to be playing right now. PC Simulator Two is out, isn't it? And I have still oh, haven't played it. I told. I, I thought I told you. You that did. It was coming out. You did, and it's out. And I need to just get on it because I'm feeling the need to build a PC, and this would save me a lot of money. <laughs> You also, re- you also really enjoyed the first one, which is why I let you know about it. I know. I just wasn't in the mood for it before, and it's like... Ah. So, anyways, uh, Relayer. Yeah. Um, I really... It's um, the me- uh, the Mecha SRPG. I, I, I honestly... Is like, Simulator 2 epic only? It might be. Oh, my gosh. Scandalous. I mean, Sorry about that. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So, I honestly think it's... 
like it's only like a three three point five game, kind of like Super Robot Wars thirty. I'm honestly enjoying it a little bit more than Super Robot Wars thirty. But don't. But they both have their. You know, if you want flashy animations and all like that, Super Robot Wars thirty. If you want like cohesive plot, Relayer. But they're both very good. Now it's been doing it for since I bought the computer two years ago, Cyrell. It's it's not. It's it actually only does it when the temps go high. So I think it's. So yeah. All right, all right, all right. But. Um, so that, and th- that's really the gist of all I've been playing that, I, you know, we all uh, mostly 14, especially with the new patch. And I was doing the uh, Moogle grind right before it. So, and now I'm sitting here wondering if I want to get my face beating, beaten by a uh, busty Reaper mommy. I, I'm afraid to ask. Um, I, it's not that bad. Um, so the new raid series is, um, you're fighting the gods, the twelve, and one of the fights is Nafika, who is the <laughs> goddess of the harvest. And well, does babies. she throw wheat at you? No, but she she's she beats you with actually with a she scythe? does. <laughs> oh yeah, she's fighting you with a scythe. So of course, people, people are calling her Busty Reaper Mommy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, at least at least there's a reason why they call her this. She looks the part. Yes, she does look the part. So, and she's carrying, and she's using a scythe, which is the weapon of the Reapers. So, yeah, but no, the, the new raid's actually really pretty fun. Um, and some of the designs they've gone with the the gods have been really interesting. Oh, um, but yeah, no, that's really all I've been playing. So uh, I don't, I don't really have much else I could talk about. All right, so I still have two games I can talk about. Okay. Um, first off, I've been playing a little bit of Soul Survivors since I finished up Vampire Survivors. Um, that one hasn't really caught me like Vampire Survivors did, so I, I'm thinking Soul Survivors may not be the the next thing that fills the void in Vampire Survivors games for me. Um, mostly because I found myself going back to Vampire Survivors instead so I can play just interesting ideas for builds and see how they work out. And um, if that's interesting more me more than an entirely new game, that's not a good sign for the new game, or maybe it doesn't mean anything and I'm overthinking it. I don't know. Um, suffice it to say, I am on the lookout for recommendations for good Vampire Survivors clones. So, um, I Soul Survivors Thank you for is one. Specifying Go good. ahead. Yeah, good. Yeah, I know there's a lot of them. So, um, there's. I think the the video the what I can use as a source for this is the channel that I get my vampire. There's a channel I've been following for good vampire survivors builds. Um, let's see. It's YouTube guy named Dex D E X. And he's got other games that he's played and I should just probably just try those. Um, but if you have recommendations, I want to hear them. Let us know in the feedback, just uh, post it right on the show thread. I would appreciate it. Um, yeah, okay. So, put that aside for a moment. I've also been playing Cosmic Star Heroin because it was the first game of the RPG um, XP Club. Our, kind of our RPG book club, essentially, where we all play games and then talk about it in Phil's chats throughout the week. 
Um, so the first month's game is Cosmic Star Heroin, and I ripped through that in about 19 hours. Um, I think it's yeah, a it's good not game. A long game. No, it's not yeah, a long no. game, but it was longer than I thought it would be, so that was good. Um, I think I hate the combat, but like only in a I would not choose to engage with this combat system, not in a this combat system made me angry sort of way. So it's just like it's fine. And, you know, I was getting into making combos and stuff and I was getting better at it. And I think that made me like it better. Uh, But it is very much about stacking buffs and getting high damage numbers. And it was just the way you had to do it and the things you had to track and the, the elements that weren't in your control. I didn't really like um, cause it's all about like buff this character, then buff this party with this and then buff yourself so that the next turn you'll get stacking buffs and do like a bazillion damage to this enemy. And I was like, is eh. that the picture you took of my screen? No, this is from Dex's video for gold farming. Oh, okay. I mean, this is just how vampire survivor looks, Tam. You know that. <laughs> true. True. But it, it's fun to see what combos do things, and especially um, with the DLC, because I don't know if you've played any of that level. Oh, yeah, I've I finished. I've got every achievement, bud. Every achievement, every collection item. Okay. I've, I I've, don't have every secret because I can't do the toasty on the Steam Deck. The toasty. Yeah, you have to press down and enter when toasty appears in the lower right corner to recruit him as a character, which I can't do on a Steam Deck. Oh. Well, I mean, you could cheese that, but. I could type in the code that unlocks him. Yes, I. But I haven't. I want to do it for real. Yeah. Well, the uh, unlocking him through the code does not give you the achievements. Oh, see, so. there you go then. Yeah. So, so. I, no, I've I, got I, all I, the achievements though. It's not an achievement. No. I don't think it's the secret okay. characters are achievements. I think only um, Queen Omega is. Okay. Because she, because she's from having the collection. Did you? There's, but there's a new Queen. O- well, okay. It's cut. Co- I don't know how to think about it. Like, they give you a new guy who's straight up invincible in the expansion. Like, well, once you unlock him. And I'm trying to decide if builds are better with him or with Queen Sigma. And the answer is complicated. Because <laughs> it depends what you want to do, I guess. This game has too much legs for what it is. I don't understand it. I, I it's a, I, I'm, I will put, I will let you know, um... I'm I'm heavily heavily rooting this on the uh, um, our uh, game awards this year. Yeah, and I, I know. Her oh, is the voting is up? Because I did I miss voting? Uh, um, uh, voting's going should, on now. You should have gotten it in an email. Yeah, I'm um like a year behind on my email, and I I don't have a good excuse for that. But um, the only email I keep up on is work email. I see. Mostly because I get paid for that. <laughs> yeah, check up your yeah, personal. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it is, yeah, it is going on. Uh, Severin sent out the emails this week, so you're getting down to the last few days. I better do that because I need to vote for Vampire Survivors and Elden Ring. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, right, 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 right. So Vampire Survivors is still really good. Um, everyone's tired of. Oh, Cosmic Star Heroine is what I was playing. That was pretty good. Um, I'm whining about the battle system, but obviously you can tell I, I, I like it a lot more than I'm letting on. Um, and I'm just learning more about myself as I talk about it. Um, I'm sad that my wife's character pause is not a playable party member, but instead just kind of a buff support party member. And that makes me sad. Yeah. If you want to play as pause, you need to play, um, 
Cthulhu saves oh. the world. Yeah, Cthulhu yeah. I don't want to play the older games. I'm kind of good. I mean, the older games are really short. Yeah. Also, Cosmic Star Heroines music is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's still in my head from playing it like a week later, and so that's always a good sign. So, I recommend Cosmic Star Heroine, and I hope they have a sequel, and I hope um, they develop some of the game mechanics more. <laughs> but it's a two-person team, so what what should you expect? You need to play the new one, Madness This Way Lies. Um, I, I bought that one. I am holding off because there's a good chance it'll be part of the next batch of games for RPG XP. Um, ah, but otherwise, see. yes, that is definitely on my target list. Um, yeah, that one was that was really fun, too. I, I played that. Yeah. Um, let's see. This is interesting. On one chat window, I see Hairfrog saying, Chris, do it. On the other window, I see no Hairfrog. Weird. Okay. Sometimes if you load um a like if you were sitting in the stream and it auto like generates when we go live, yeah, the chat will not always sync up with new people who are talking. Okay. This is weird. Yeah, this is the built-in chat tracker in XSplit, so Oh. It's got its own issues. It can't handle some emotes, but maybe that's what it is. Maybe um uh, it could oh, be my- that the 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 Moogle doing the dab is breaking it. <laughs> Which is the funny. Moogle. <laughs> yeah, the dabbing moogle that's missing. That's got an extra joint in its arm. <sighs> All right. Anyway, the uh, what? Yes, Anna, vote in the RPG Gamer Awards. She just said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Do it." Severin says you have to do it. <laughs> she said, <"Rah." laughs> All right, that's everything I've played. Let's move on to uh, feedback. We had no feedback. Um, we had um, no feedback. Oh. So I, I'm looking at the feedback. We had feedback, but not to our question of the week. It's mostly having to do with my, getting Microsoft to work on Steam Deck. Okay, um, I will say my quick summary for that then. Um, one, why are you asking us? Two, um, <laughs> I bet you you can do... I know Microsoft Edge works fine on the Steam Deck in desktop mode. So, A, run that and access the online version of Office, and that should take care of the majority of your needs. And then three, I have not tried to install Office with, like, Proton to see if that just works or not. So I'm sorry, I don't have the answer for you. But I bet you it's out there. I would Google it. Someone's probably tried it. Because people tried to do, like, can I use the Steam Deck as my only computer challenge? So I bet you they tried to install Office. And if they know the right version of Proton to make that work or the right, but you can also just straight up install Wine, probably Crossover Office, which is designed for running like Office. So you can see if those will just run too. So the thing that that guidance is out there, just unfortunately not from us because I don't want Office on my Steam Deck. <laughs> Why would you want to use your Steam Deck as your only computer? Because you can, Kelly. It's, this is a computer person thing. This is a uh, computer nerd it guy thing like i make the thing do the thing because i like making things do things it's the equivalent of like the um the crazy doctor inventing things in his garage why is he making them because he can like most people are not actually doc brown they don't invent time machines instead they just waste a lot of time and have fun (laughs) or or make explosions which can also be fun in their own way explodey boom boom (laughs) But I, I did want to address the office comment, so thank you for reminding me, Tim, because I thought that was hilarious. All right, well, let's yeah, jump into news. I started copying them into the thing for feedback, and I'm like, wait a minute. There's nothing in there 
in this for our normal feedback. I'm I, cool. no. We have two cats on the stream now. All right. Let's yeah, see. I I went to go do this last night because I knew that the news was going to be pretty uh, beefy, and I was trying to cut it down some. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, none of the feedback really applies to us. So yeah, I I tend to wait a little more only because I've missed uh, Michael's occasionally. Uh, so so because it, it, so we because I was doing it at like 6 a.m. and he would and he on one he posted like an hour after I did it <laughs> so but yeah no the all, all the stuff was just not our not our Q, Q&A so um you know um honestly I um let's see best video game holiday memory I actually have a video game holiday memory it's not um Christmas though it's Easter so um one year uh my cousin kelly uh was uh no relation traveling for us uh surgery and uh she was staying with us as sort of an in-between place and uh so and i was uh trying to beat xeno gears and i happened to beat it uh over that uh spring break with her uh you know laying on the couch you know resting from after having her surgery so that's that's one of my favorite uh, video game memories for a holiday. Nice. Um, mine was getting my original DS from my parents when um, I, I didn't <clears throat> I didn't put it on my Christmas list just because I wanted more games to come out for it, and they got it for me, and were like, "Well, you know, you deserved it because you're such a good kid." And I was just like, oh, "All the feels. I love my parents." <sighs> Oh, I better give back all that money I stole. <laughs> Just kidding. I I was ever that bad of a kid. Oh, sorry, sorry. I dropped a controller, cats. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry, cats. Oh, did, did you freak out all the babies? I, I did. I I freaked out even the cat in the other room. <laughs> well, I see that Clippy is now everyone's standing. They're all standing and like on alert and looking around. Um, go back, sit, sit. All right. Well, this is great audio. So let's move on to the news. Um, hey, did any of you guys spend seventy five dollars on all the pixel remasters on either Steam or mobile? Heck no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Life. Good news. You get the you get to triple dip, Tam. Uh, the pixel remasters are hitting PS4 and Switch. No, we're good. I don't uh, think I, I honestly don't think my kids will be that interested in them. I'm confused. Um, did we spend it on? Is that what I paid for it on PC? Because I did buy them all on PC. Um, I'm pretty sure the bundle was seventy five. All right, so I might have done that. Um, I almost did this. I thought and the held physical off. was seventy five. I'm confused. Yeah, the physical is seventy five. Oh, I didn't do that. that. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure on Steam that's what it costs too, but um, correct me if I'm wrong, chat. Um, but yeah, the Pixel Remasters are hitting PS4 and Switch, and of course, people had a conniption fit because they were like, "Why didn't this happen that for at first? And correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it take longer to get games certified on console? Um, yes, yes, of course, yeah, because they have plus- they have certification. <laughs> And plus, this uh, this is for the 35th anniversary. Mm. 
um, on the Squeenix store, they're having a limited physical run of the physical editions and both a standard edition and a anniversary edition. And it doesn't matter because they're all sold out, apparently. Okay, great. Um, they announced this at like three in the morning or something, and they all sold out. Yeah, the um, bundle on Steam is uh, seventy four eighty two. So with taxes, you're probably paying like seventy six, seventy seven dollars. Yeah, um, and then seeing people complain about the cost, and I'm like, one of these games was that much back in the '90s. So STFU. <laughs> uh it's high. I think it's high. It For feels st- high. I don't know. For six games. So this this bundle, this collector's bundle that's long gone, it's two hundred fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I don't think that. I mean, unless uh, that art bo- that art book isn't even big. Screw that. It should be gigantic for that much money. I honestly <sighs> think that is the same art book that is available separately as the FF dot pixel art art book that I have from Dark Horse Comics. Because the, I mean, I could be wrong, but the um, font is similar on the front. Like, they just re, uh, rebranded the cover. Jeez. But I, I could be wrong. I mean, somebody will have to buy it and tell me. I'm, I'm mad that the soundtrack is vinyl. Because yeah, I, it's lame. But you can I, also get the soundtrack, I think, with the games, no? I don't know. All right, well, whatever. Um, uh, no, download no, code no. for MP3 version included, it says. Yeah, no, the, oh, okay. the Steam version gave, like, select tracks uh, for each of the games. And also uh, wallpapers. I've been ripping CDs all week, like, talk about a blast from 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> so I'm, no, I'm in a weird headspace. I bought that. a Blu-ray drive that can rip Blu-rays. Oh, that's nice. I... Nice. I I need one of those. Yeah, um, because I I don't know that I needed it, but I wanted it, and I have some Blu-ray discs for all the Final Fantasy fourteen soundtracks or Blu-ray discs, and I wanted to rip them at their Blu-ray quality, even though they already have really high-quality MP3 format versions included that the Blu-ray version can set up a website for you to download off the disc on a regular Blu-ray player. Don't ask me. It's weird. <laughs> So, um, so, FYI, hey, real quick, um, Severin, aka Alex, says the books are different. The Dark Horse one has many more pages. Oh, so you okay. have the better thank, one. <laughs> thank, thank you for clarifying. It just wouldn't surprise me if Squeenix did re- repurpose that for a collector's edition because lazy. <laughs> so, not only do you have a better book, it's also only twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, this the the this big bundle is total ripoff, honestly. Yeah, I'm not a. I I wasn't going for the big bundle. I did want the switch cart just to have in my collection, um, but I'm not going to lose sleep over it if I don't get it. Because yeah, it is a little bit pricey. Um, it just made me mad that they're not making this a little more readily available for people that like to buy physical stuff. And yeah, the v- vinyl thing really annoys me because um, if, if you're a '90s kid. Yeah, and you couldn't afford CDs. You pretty much got your music by getting vinyl at no. Sales. You got cassettes. Well, c- cassettes too, but even cassettes were could be expensive. Yeah, all right. so, depending on where you got them. I, I actually have a story with vinyls. Yeah. So 
my dad, uh, who went to the Naval Academy, okay, in uh, six, uh, 67 to 71, when someone was booted out of the Naval Academy for whatever reason, you know, they, they weren't, you know, good grades, they misbehaved, whatever the reason is, they would tend to sell their stuff, you know, because they have to actually um, buy their ticket home. Mm-hmm. So, so my dad has like some really old and rare like sixties and seventies vinyl albums, like early you know sixties, early seventies albums that he got for like fifty cents and whatnot. Like we ha- <laughs> only be like you know Steppenwolf, most of the Beatles albums. We actually have two. Vinyl His collection albums. is built on other people's failures. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, we have two copies of Rubber Soul, Beatles Rubber Soul because nice. of it. The only like Beatles album we don't have is the White Album, which is, of course, the one everyone wants. But, uh, you know, so we have like all these weird albums that we so because of the fact they were very cheap. So I actually grew up in the late 90s listening to vinyls because of the fact I had all these vinyls just stacked, you know, not far from me. Look, uh, all I'm saying is that if you want to play triple the price for none of the convenience and shittier sound, more power Woo. to you. And don't tell me it's a richer sound. It's got more it soul, like Kelly. It sounds like shit. <laughs> I hear that, that. I hear that crackle, and it sticks <laughs> out like a sore thumb. That's how you know it's the real sound that was recorded, rather than this and, digital stair-stepped reproduction. And and I know I am being very old man yells at cloud. Now, you're not. You're care. not. You're not. But <laughs> you actually have the high ground. It's just that arguing about it is so. It's it. You you're missing the point at this point because I think the people who are collecting it know it's not tele- technically superior. It's just they like it, and it's fun. Or, or they're or they're DJs and they're using them for dance remixes. Well, that's a whole other thing too. You know, gotta scratch that disc. <laughs> I, I'm sure people feel the same you can, way. You can about do that digitally like, now, Tam. By the way, <laughs> they have digital turntables. I know. I know. I'm sure I'm sure they feel the same way about me and wanting wanting to buy physical stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get it. Um, well, they would agree with you on the physical thing because that's part of the vinyl ownership is owning that <laughs> giant album cu- that, like, you know, the CD and it's a book and stuff. Like, imagine that in giant form of a record. That's cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Back in the day, I loved the record artwork. Yeah. I kept um, Queen's News of the World album on my wall for God knows how long. Yeah, because it's I pretty. That and these are pretty, too. They've got these look like they're totally ready to mount on a wall. So I, I Maybe just they know their audience. Yeah, I just I, I associate vinyl with being poor and not being able to afford <laughs> CDs and the fact that people don't associate it like that just triggers me a little bit. By the way, Tam, to, to bring this around to poor quality versus high quality versus I need to rip the Blu-ray so I get the Blu-ray files so I have 192 hertz lossless audio. Oh, right. They've already done that and all that is available with like my Apple Music subscription with lossless audio. So why am I bothering? Because you want to. I know. Okay. Because well, well, I tell you why, because the version on Apple Music is 44 kilohertz and the music, uh, the version on Blu-ray is 192 kilohertz. Apparently Sony has a new Walkman that adds a matter. vinyl effect crackle yep. to your music. 
Also, I, Sony has a new Walkman. You could have stopped there, and I would have been shocked enough. <laughs> um, anyway, we got a lot of news to get through. So all right, final, all right. What's next? Final Final Fantasy fourteen God's Revelance Trumble update date. More details announced. So, um, how do we non spoiler cover this? I don't new know. patch. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Huh? <laughs> Is this out already? It came out Tuesday. Okay. I probably should have called this story. It's fine. People no, I mean, like to still, hear about the I new mean, patches being out. Relevant. It's brand new. You've got job adjustments, PvP, um, the clock, Clockwork Castletown Arena. I guess. Yeah, that's fun. PvP. That's actually really fun. I I played some of that last night. Um, they also officially announced the dates and locations for Fan Festival. Um, the, the North American one is going to be in the Las Vegas Convention Center on July 28th through 29th. So there you go, Tam. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping to go. Unfortunately, um, a situation has arise that may change some of my plans for the year. Oh, I'm sorry. I know you were looking forward to that. Yeah, I really was. Um, I will I will not discuss it on stream. I'm sorry. Um, for the European fans, it'll be held at Excel in London on October 21st through the 22nd. Um, the Japanese Fan Festival is at Tokyo Dome on January 7th. Oh, I guess it already happened. Oh, wait, no, next no, year. No, 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 2024. So, yeah, so with that, um, I am speculating we will not see an expansion this year. Hey, maybe they need to take a break. Well, they've they've um, increased patch cycles. So patch cycle used to be three and a half months. Now it's every uh, four months. I see. That makes sense, though, for a patch cycle. Yeah, so... So um, they're actually, especially with all the stuff they put in every single patch. Um, so they're, so, but with the fact that the uh, Japanese fan festival is usually the last one, there's heavy speculation. So I'm heavily speculating we will not see uh, the 7.0 expansion drop until 2024. And then in our last I, bit of I, final I, fantasy- I, I, Hold on. Sony says it uses artificial intelligence to enhance the quality of compressed digital music files, uses S-Master HX technology to reduce distortion, and employs a reflow solder to improve sound localization. This Walkman is mostly buzzwords that don't mean anything. I just want to <laughs> let you all know this. All right, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> all right, I was more weirded out by the fact that on their site they have the $70 Walkman and then the $375. Yeah, what's the difference? I don't know yet. Um, other than hard drive space uh, and bigger screen, obviously. That's weird. Anyway, my <clears throat> my bad. Um, I got the final patch, er, the final DLC announcement for Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origins and the logo and the trailer heavily hint that um, the, the Emperor from Final Fantasy 2 is going to be involved. Um, they also meet a Moogle who guides them through a different time and space to face off against a new challenge, a.k.a. probably the Emperor. Okay. Um, the DLC is going to release on January 7th, and it's part of the game Season Pass. I have not touched any of the DLCs for these because... No, I just, uh, January 7th was a few days ago, so this is I'm out. sorry, January 27th. Oh, 27th. Okay. I apologize. I apologize. I am still getting over being sick, so my brain's a little blah. You're good. <laughs> Plus, I haven't done this in a month, so there's that. Um, 
We've got Disgaea 7 going touring through the Hinomoto Netherworlds. So this is interesting. In Disgaea 7, you're going to be able to go back to areas that you brought peace to and have additional conversations and mini-games. And it seems like... I feel like Disgaea games haven't done stuff like this before. Like, you could go back to previous areas, but they were just a level grind. This is actually, like, giving you reason to unlock more content. So this is another way of Disgaea being like, we're adding more padding to our game. (laughs) I swear, every, like, Disgaea is, they throw every idea at it at the kitchen sink, and then the next game they they realized they forgot the pipes and add more i mean i mean i'm not wrong (laughs) i know you're not i mean do you call it padding or do you call it content technically it's the same thing it's just the perception of how you perceive it i guess so um they've also got more details about the one there's a demo released in japan but they also released some details about the auto battle system and well Actually, that was back in the other story. Um, some of the mini games will have you like creating different AI patterns to solve challenges, um, which is kind of a neat way to do that auto battle system and kind of a way to make it a, a little more unique rather than your, you know, uh, AFK grinding. Although I will say the AFK grinding came in very handy at work. Oh, I'm sure it did. Um, and yeah, if you if you have a Japanese switch, you can try out the demo right now. And uh, save progress is transpo- transferable to the full game, which launches in Japan on January 26th. I don't know if we have any news of the worldwide release date. Probably not. So Kelly, so I can tell you the difference between the two Walkmans if you actually want to know. Yeah, go ahead. The more expensive Walkman has more components added to its audio amplifier that are more expensive. It has some snake oil components added to protect its quote-unquote digital digital block, to strengthen digital ground and improve noise shielding from digital block elements such as the application processor and memory devices. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, no, the result is a clear sound that appears to rise up from silence. What? That means the lower noise floor is, is what they're trying to say. Whether or not you can hear it is a whole other discussion. Um, uh, also, it's a balanced output, which means you need two cables for your headphones. It is a, when you get into high-end audio stuff, balanced is higher quality in theory because you have two cables, more shielding, protecting each channel's audio rather than mix them together in the same kind of twisted cable. And in theory, it can be... Yeah, it's a whole thing. Um Suffice it to say, there's more stuff in this one. Some of it might help, some of it might just be snake oil, but that's why it costs a lot more. I mean, I, I kind of used to ban the audiophile stuff and then realized really quickly that I can't tell the difference anyway because my hearing well, is shit. Well, the best part is they already, the cheaper one is already advertised as an audiophile appealing device and it's got a lot of things on its pages that are like these are for audiophiles and audiophiles would make these choices and I'm yeah they would and then they like even more over here and it's like okay do you notice them well they don't address that I will admit I would buy the $75 (laughs) one because I think I do need a new Walkman do you need a new Walkman why do you need a new Walkman all it is is an Android device it's like it's an iPhone it's an iPod touch 
Like <laughs> it's mostly so I can plug it into my car. Okay. Yeah. No, all right, that's valid. If you need a dedicated music device to plug into your car, this looks like it would do the job. Yep. Only because of the my and actually, I, I, what I, I like also, is it supports a number of high quality audio formats that, um, while you might not need all of them to be to be realistic, like high quality MP3 should actually be transparent. But um, it's a nice range of compatibility for various things you could you could get. I also need something that's lightweight for when I go running. I will Which admit is something there's... I plan to start doing is I need to start running because I am very out of shape. I, I will admit there have been times that I've wanted a standalone MP3 player, like when I'm on road oh, good God. trips like last like last week where I really didn't want to be using up my phone's battery to play music. And I know um, that sounds weird, but I'm sorry, hold on. The consumer friendly of the two new Walkmans is actually $360. So I don't know what the $75 one is, but it's not one of the new ones. Apparently they have some old Walkmans they put out in 2019 with old or 2012. Oh, good God. They have old Walkmans. They've been doing this for a while. This is not new. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have a new, new one. The, so the new one's 400 The and the, the, the expensive one with the higher end, like the bigger capacitor I was talking about, 800 <laughs> Which is fine because there's actually a signature series Walkman that they sell already for thirty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it's 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 gold, pure listening indulgence. They say, "Oh, good goodness, I, mm. I um, and the the, the best part to- is this thirty seven hundred dollar one. It's got the same feature list as the eight hundred dollar one. So there's no reason for it." <sighs> Sorry, I'm going to stop now. Do, do, okay. Do you want a new Mercenaries game? No, Anna does. So tell Anna me about does. it. Um, yeah. Mercenaries Lament has been announced. Um, we, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that Japanese name, but the English name is Mercenaries Lament. Ginro to Miko o Mararu Nanatsu Boshi. Okay. Yeah, um, Silver Wolf and the Seven Stars of the Maiden, which is set to release in Japan for Switch on February 9th. Um, we don't have a Western release date just yet, but I'm sure it's going to come out. And yeah, Mercenaries is the standalone kind of nice tactical games that are apparently really fun. So I guess Anna will be excited. I have yet to play these. I want to play these one of these days. Um, we've got a deck building roguelike thesis protocol announced. Uh, this is going to launch its deep early access on January 17th and it's a deck building roguelike and it has kind of a sci-fi look to it okay cool those are always good also, to have deck building always roguelites looks, always looks kind of neat um, Asta Libra Revision is heading to Switch with new DLC um, this was originally released on PC in October 2022, and it's going to come out for Switch in 2023 at some time. Um, there, it's also going to get the first DLC, which is going to release for P, uh, PC and Switch. Um, that's going to follow the Baker of Rizpadar's daughter on her own mini adventure. This is, and this is also an ode to classic hack and slash side scrollers. So, AKA Vanillaware titles and/or Symphony of the Night and/or something like that. Oh yeah, that was yep. uh, Phil played it. Yeah, on the on the channel for a bit. Um, 
new game Born of Bread is set for summer. Uh, this is a lighthearted party based RPG following the adventures of a flower go- golem. And it looks very much like Mario or Paper Mario. Oh, good. Another Paper Mario clone. I like these. It looks fun, though. That's uh, cute. This, this it does. has a release win- window of summer 2023. Hopefully, it's good. I, I, Humor's hard. Yeah. I, I like the character designs a Me lot. Too. They look very adventure time. Yeah. Um, hey, did you, did you invest money in Bravely Default Brilliant Lights in Japan? If so, sucks for you. <laughs> yeah, game's ending service on February 28th, 2023. Um, yeah, uh, we were discussing this actually on the um, on our Discord, and Paul chimed in stating that this was kind of a baseline for what ended up being the um, the Octopath mobile game. This was a single-player game, which is weird. At this point, I am not investing any money in mobile games, particularly mobile RPGs anymore. Don't do it. Seems like (laughs) seems like they barely last a year these days. It's a good plan. An excellent plan. Um, Kuro no Kiseki Two is getting an East Asian Steam release. Um, It's going to come out uh, on January twenty-six, twenty twenty-three. This is a sequel to Kuronosa Kiseki 1, which takes place in the Republic of Calvard. And, yeah. More tales. Trails. Trails? Tales? Trails of, trails. trails of something. Trails of tales. Although a trailer is available in English, Clouded Leopard Entertainment's release will not support English or Japanese text. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? It's like they know it's going to be fan translated. <laughs> oh wait, they do. Or or they also have contracts for it to be translated separately. Yeah. We'll see. Which is also probably true. Um RPG you may, RPG Maker Unite is has shows its add-on feature. This is basically like a not officially supported uh, Do you want to see plugins. screenshots about how to use a Windows program? Click through our to our article. They're right there. <laughs> Woo! Um, these things are not officially supported by Got Gotcha Gotcha Games, but help you, I guess, program easier. Gotcha Gotcha Games is that the RPG Maker people, or is this another RPG Maker? I'm so confused. I think Gotcha Gotcha is for RPG Maker Unite. Yeah, I thought it was Katakawa and ASCII. I can't. Okay, whatever. They're all involved. Um, this is the first entry in the series to use the Unity engine. Great. It's yeah, Katakawa's it's- subsidiary, apparently. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a subsidiary of uh, Katakawa. Got it. Um, what else we got? Type Moon Koei Tecmo announced Fate Samurai Remnant. So this is an action RPG um, in development for PC, PS4, PS5, and Switch. Um. Is this part of the Fate yes. series? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, you can I tell with the little slash that. in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to this trailer. That's why. <laughs> the series is now denoted just by a punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, kind of like Steins Gate. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Oh, is there a semicolon? Um, oh, it's a Steingate series. <laughs> sets a revolver around a new Holy Grail war and planned to release worldwide in 2023. Um, 
We've also got a new announcement for Rainbow Skies and Reverie Sweet As Edition heading to new platforms. So Rainbow Skies is going to be released for Switch and PS4 and PS5 and Xbox Series S and X sometime in 2023. Um, I played the crap out of Rainbow Skies, so I'm kind of looking forward to this. Maybe play through it again um, with a little bit better graphics. Um, I'd like to see it come to pc reverie sweet as edition i never heard of this one what was reverie was originally released on nintendo switch in 2019 and this new edition is going to have a new difficulty mode and additional dialogue so yeah um more fun east asia soft stuff um my time at sandrock has gotten a multiplayer open beta that started on January 12th, which was Thursday, and it's going to run through January 20th. And the multiplayer mode will feature up to four players working cooperatively together. This is a sequel to my time at Porsche, by the way. Kind of a Minecrafty game, from what I've heard. I don't think anybody on the cast plays my time at Porsche, though. Nope. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, mobile Although I do are... know people who are playing my time at Sandrock. Ah. A mobile RPG Brown Dust 2 gets an alpha test. Um, this is a follow-up to the previous mobile title, Brave 9, and um, it's going to have a global alpha test running from January 10th to January 17th. Uh, I like how be- the original title is called Brave 9, and the sequel is called Brown Dust 2. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I'm sorry, Brown Dust just makes me think of a fart. <laughs> Write that down, Tam. That's a show title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Neogenics is planned to launch in 2024. Uh, this is done by developer Edmund McMillan, who's previously known for Super Meat Boy and The Binding of Isaac. And Neogenics is originally envisioned as a cat breeding sim and was put on hold and then later canceled and is now being revived. <laughs> It's been canceled and revived. <laughs> Who's making it now? Same people? Yeah, same people. Um, it okay. is evolved into a turn-based tactical road-like RPG where players hoard, breed, and train an army of cats. Okay, this is for me. Oh, because he left <laughs> Team Meat, and now he's... Wor- oh, goodness. This artwork kind of makes me think of um, a lower-budget Cult of the Lamb. Well, remember Binding of Isaac? Oh, good point. Yeah, that's this guy, right? So, yeah, it is currently fan planned for release in twenty twenty four and is available to wishlist now on Steam. I am wishlisting this bad boy because this is a game made just for me. You and pause because it's all about cats, hoarding and breeding cats. That's my jam. Yes. Um, Bushi Road Games reveals uh, Rear Sakai and Mushoku Tensai RPGs. Okay. Yeah, so Rear Sakai is an action RPG um, and Musho Tensai Jobless Reincarnation. Watch both trailers at once. Oh, 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 oh. What? 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 I I watched that anime. I watched that anime. Which one? Um, Jobless Reincarnation. Okay. Is it an Isakai? It's it, it's an isekai. Um, it is. It's got its 
very dark moments. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty messed up, and oh. it has probably one of the creepiest things. So the dudes, the guy who's getting isekai'd is um like he's like a 35, 40 year old fat otaku who's been kicked out of his house. Mm-hmm. And but whenever he goes to talk to God, you don't see him as his like reincarnated body, which is you know like a blonde haired kid. You see him as the fat otaku. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's just such a throw-off between the two scenes. But the anime itself is actually pretty dang good. So I'm actually interested in that one. These trailers show nothing. Well, yeah, of course. They're just titles. Wow, okay. Yeah. I guess we'll get more news at some point in the year. Um, how How do I pronounce this? Koopi? Kowopul has announced a 3D monster breeding action RPG called uh, Volzerk Monsters and Lands Is this just Monster Hunter ride on? Like, what is this? This looks like the Monster Hunter game where you breed eggs and ride on monsters. Yeah, it does. Wow, it does. (laughs) You go through the screenshots. Oh, it's a free-to-play with in-app transactions in Japanese. In late January 2023, English support to be added with a future update. No, thanks. Nope. PC, iOS, and Android. Um, Have either of you guys played the first two episodes of Light Fairy Tale? No. I guess these, I think we have reviews of one of them. Um, They're very baby's first RPGs. Well, we've got an announcement. Well, now it's Baby's NH- first, second, and third RPG. If they're up yeah, to three. Uh, we got the first trailer for Light Fairy Tale Episode 3. Okay. Um, set the release in quarter three, 2023. Oh, if they're good, that's uh, cool. Yeah, um, the first one's got a, a very positive reaction on Steam. All right. Yeah. I may have to check this out. And then finally, we've got a new gameplay video for Inazuma 11, Victory Road of Heroes. But the rise up, rise up, because we like football. Sorry. But the real question is, will that actually come out in the U.S.? Because that's level five. Um, not sure. Their games always come out. They closed down their American studios a couple yeah, of years ago. Wasn't adding that much value. I don't know. So that no, was for no developing games here, not necessarily publishing them. No, I bet they're it. publishers. You know what? Was- I bet you it'll come out. Let, let's find out. Is So it's a new Inazuma? Yes. Or is it a sequel to a series we already don't have? <laughs> I am not sure. Okay, it was originally announced as Inazuma 11 Aries in 2016 before undergoing major planned, major planned story changes resulting in its new titles, or new title. So the first thing is its original story mode, which has a new protagonist, and the other uh, is a chronicle pre- mode where you deal with characters from across the series and saying it's kind of a reboot yeah it's a reboot slash um all-star type compilation at the same time Uh, and he also says that uh, nintendo was responsible for uh, nintendo of europe was responsible for bringing the other games for inazuma one two and three i thought some of the other ones came out outside of noe but okay uh, I could just be misremembering. Anyway, this one's been in development for so long, this could be the game I'm thinking of that whole time and it just never came out. <laughs> so, uh, Maybe. <laughs> it's possible. 
It's possible. All right, so we've got Inazuma Eleven, Victory Road of Heroes. Um, five came out in Europe. Yeah, we got Inazuma Eleven one in. Okay, so we never got any of the one through five came out in Europe. Um, I I'm probably thinking that this one came out years ago and it just never got released since it got delayed for so long. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so there you go. The more Inazuma Eleven. We have info expected in February 2023. Do we have any announcement of it coming out here? Probably not yet, right? And that's the, the whole point. Okay. So we'll find out later in February um, more info about it, and hopefully we'll get some announcements about it coming out here or not for sure. They are making it for PS4, Switch, iOS, and Android. Um, now we've got a new release date lightning round. Oh, I thought we had a Trails from Reverie trailer. Yeah, we have we have that. It's oh. coming out in July here in the U.S. Woo. Um, this is going to be the bridge in between Cold Steel and Charles to Black. Ah. Um, Kuro no Kiseki. See, yeah, um, you can check out our Where to Start guide to figure out where you should start. Just, um, I think you start by just buying a game. Yeah, pretty At this much. point, just play one. It's too well, confusing. Just, well, play one that starts with the number one. Yeah, all right, yeah. that's fair. And and okay, so you need the guide to figure out where the series that start with ones are, and maybe don't start with a bridge game, or should you start with a bridge game? That's we need some yeah. guidance on that too. I mean, who knows? Because uh, Trails to Zero, is te- te- Trails to Zero and Trails to Azure is are two. Technically, uh, yeah, Zero games. doesn't start with a one. That's true. Yeah, Zero so. starts with zero. We have a whole guide for this. Go check it out. All right, which Ease game do I start with? Monstrum Nox? Uh, you could start with any Ease game you want because they they don't really have any major continuity. You just, you know, crash in a ship. All right, cool. Um, is this Monstrum the one where you get to... Is this the one where you drive a ship? No, nine no, this, no, that's ten. <sighs> this is the one where you're in prison. Guys, the new Ease game, they give him a ship to drive. It's the biggest mistake in the history of humanity is being committed, giving this man a ship to pilot. Don't do it. Why are you doing that? This man will crash it. It will burn. Everyone will lose their memory. Massive tragedies. All right. Ease 9 already came out a while ago. Now it's coming on PS5. Yeah. And I think uh, Lacrimosa of Donna came out for PS5 recently, um, which is is interesting because the Lacrimosa of Donna is going to be our next backtrack. And I've got to come up with a skit for it, and I'm thinking Gilligan's Island. I'm very excited to be on that backtrack. I'm, ha- I'm happy to have you on that backtrack, but that's two weeks from now. Yes, I put in uh, the PTO yesterday. Woohoo! Although, although I may or may not need the PTO by then because of I put in for a new shift at work. Uh, that is Sunday through Wednesday, 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Ah, cool. That'll help us out a lot. Maybe. It depends on if I get it, because it's a leadership role. Ah. Oh, you've been there long enough. Ten years. Uh, Grim Grimoire Once More is releasing in April. This is a remake of the PS2. Kind of magically themed RTS. Could come out on PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. I have this pre-ordered because I want to play it again. 
I played a little bit of it. I enjoyed what little I played. I think there was just something else that came out around the same time that was like more I was more invested in and I never mm-hmm. went back. Yep. Um, 8-Bit Adventures 2 is releasing on PC at the end of January. This is a throwback RPG. Um, ha- has kind of a Mystic Quest art style to it. But looks what the cool. heck are you doing with your camera, Chris? It's having issues. I'm trying to troubleshoot it. Oh, okay. Um, um, at, yeah, some, no, it, at some point, it, they're going to, sorry, at some point, they're going to put this on all the consoles, too. But for now, it's just coming to Steam and Gawk. Yeah, and uh, 8-Bit Adventures 1 was that, uh, I didn't, I got to, like, the third or fourth, or the fourth or fifth boss in it, but it's a fun little game. I really enjoyed it. I'm actually really excited to play the second one. I need to go back and finish the first one. I need to see if the first one is Steam Deck compatible. It should oh, I don't be. have time for all this crap. How do you guys play all these games? Mostly by not finishing them. Oh, okay, cool. That makes me game. feel better. <laughs> I, I may start a lot of games. I do not finish a lot of games. Um, Greedventory is launching in April. This combines Souls-like gameplay and loot-em-up elements. Uh, it's coming out on April 20th, 2023, and this looks kind of neat. I, I like the idea of a Souls-like loot-em-up with a guy running around in his underwear. Let me solo her. <laughs> oh, that's a different game. And then finally, After Image is launching in April, specifically on April 25th. Um, what type of game is this? This is a 2D side-scrolling action RPG. So, Vanillaware-esque. Also coming out on pretty much everything. Um, that is all of our new release dates. Yay! Now, what's coming out this week, Chris? Uh, 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 uh. Duh. I can tell you what came out this past week was Alpharian Neo. Boop, boop. It's a Chemco alert. Boop, boop. Um, though it wasn't developed by them, just published. PS4, PS5, Switch. That's all they do is generally publish. Eh, it was previously released on PC, Xbox One, Series X, and S, and iOS, and Android. Uh, it's 15 bucks. Um, if you're in the, in the Alpharia games, this was the Neo one. It's been out before. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot got a PS5 and Series X and S release, so it's like a next-gen update. Gatewalker's Hit was a co-op RPG on PC, on Steam. Um, I, in theory, we don't have a price, so let's see. Did it get a price? It got a price. It was Oh, it's on sale for 20 bucks right now. So, Gatewalkers, check that out. It looks like a Diablo cooperative game. Mixed reviews, so um, check it out before picking it up. Heroish hit for Switch. Uh, that is a card battling mobile light, which sounds actually cool. Um, as long as it's not gotcha, I'm interested. And uh, One Piece Odyssey hit for PC, PS4, PS4, 5, Xbox, XS uh, for 60 bucks. That is, uh, is that all the One Pieces or is it a new one? It's a new one. It's um, a new One Piece Musou. What section of the no, story not, does it cover? A, no, it's not a Musou. It's like an action RPG. It's an action uh, RPG. Kelly says it's an, an action original, RPG. With an original story. With an original a, story. Uh, okay. Anna's shouting that she thinks it's a Musou. Kelly's actually watched One Piece, so I'm going to go with what? Since when is Luffy indestructible by a sword? Um, reasons. Okay. So, because I thought he was just stretchy, but 
you know, it's been a long time since I've watched One Piece it's stuff. It's also been going on for a long time. Yeah. Oh, so uh, Seven says it's a turn-based RPG. It's a turn-based RPG, and it says it right here in front of me, turn-based RPG, One Piece Odyssey. There you go. That actually sounds cool. It's a unique story, so it's not... I don't need to know eight years of anime. Nope. Oh, and it looks like uh, your mentor shows up. I, I, hmm. I, I think it's been a, out a lot longer than eight years. Whatever it is. 20 years? Um, I used to try and keep up on One Piece, and then I just... it's There's so much... There's so much One your, Piece. You don't understand. Your mentor. I, I Chris? What? Think about who you just said that to. <sighs> There's so much One Piece. <laughs> I, well, I I don't know if it's your mentor. Like, the, the, straw, the guy you get the straw hat from. The guy Luffy gets oh, the straw yeah. hat from. Well, whoever that, that is. Yeah, that's Shanks. Yeah, that's I don't really know their relationship because they still haven't explained it where I am in the story, which is much, many years behind where everybody else is. So... And, Oh, and T- and Tinkerlin uh, said he played the demo, and he it is indeed, and he's agreeing uh, saying there's a demo. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a demo. Go check that out. Yeah. Um, if uh, if you're lucky, it'll actually fun. explain you know some of the 25 years. Oh, right now it's a 25th anniversary, so it's 25 years of One Piece. There you go, right there. <laughs> that means it came out in 1998. Oh gosh, that was it. Came out before I even knew about it. I was. Well, I guess uh, that would always be true, huh? He's a junior in high school. Uh, it, I got into Shonen Jump uh, many after college, so, and I think they were just kind of getting back to being like, "Hey, we need to put out One Piece here. We got a lot to catch up on. Let's go!" <laughs> All right, Path yeah, of the Midnight Sun came out. It's a hybrid visual novel and turn-based RPG. Uh, sailing era hit. It's a sandbox sailing era. Oh wait, sorry. Path Path of the Midnight Sun's a PC game. Twenty-five bucks. Pa- sailing era hits a sailbox sailing based art what <laughs> a sailing based rpg oh i need to check this out it's on pc by billy billy um is the publisher gy games is developer mostly positive reviews i'm download the demo download the demo i need my sailing game oh i want to see if that's any good okay i'm interested all right under dungeon came out pc xbox one series xs switch by Red Deer Games Publishing, Joy-San Developing. It is a black and white adventure RPG. It looks like a Game Boy game if it only had two colors. Oh, right, they only did have two colors. But it's very stark contrast. High, con- it's a Game Boy Pocket game because it's high contrast. Um, you are the ro- you are delivery cat Kimoto. So Kelly's got to play it on the first day of his new job. <laughs> you play Qtopia is the world you're in, changed by the mysterious appearance of monsters. So I don't if, know if, you're t- if you're two colors you're a calculator game if you're four colors you're a game boy game uh no a game boy color game if you're four colors no yeah that game boy only had original, two colors it was green the, and off the original <laughs> game boy was only capable of four different colors the original game boy wasn't capable of color it was no i mean four different shades of gray oh all right i'll take your word for that all right cool so this is a calculator game is what you're saying all right yeah if it's two colors game boy had four shades von con- von confirms chris is wrong fair enough <sighs> and, and that's why the super von- game boy worked because it can map those four shades of grays into color okay whatever um i remember von telling me it was a calculator game that some really expert programmers could get like a third can I, shade that, can i point that out would, can i point what? out 
my wife is laughing at me from the other room about this? Uh, that you were so adamant about the colors. Yeah, and I was wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But Vaughn told me that some really uh, good programmers could pull off a third shit on the calculator by flashing the pixels, but it drained the battery. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Well, if, if, it, if it makes you feel better, Chris, that's that's. That is part of our life as being married. All right. So Under Dungeon is available now. Kelly, you play as a cat. Why don't you own it? It's on PC and um, other things. PC and Xbox and Switch. Uh, I am pulling it up. It is 25 bucks. uh, It looks like uh, on sale. Steam's got it it for 12, 12 bucks. Did I miss? Oh, yeah. 12, 15% off for $10 and 19 cents right now. Does it say if it's debt compatible? It should be. How do you tell? It Uh, usually has a check mark. No, but it is controller support. So that usually means it'll just go. Remote play. Steam is learning about this game. That's That's new. That means they need more people to play it and try it and submit if it works. So you could be one of the first. I got too many games coming out. Uh, I know you're not there yet. Isn't uh, Fire Emblem coming out Hold next on. week? Hold on. Yeah, this is just the this is just what came out this past week. We are the Caretakers, a grand sci-fi strategy RPG with squad mechanic el- elements. Okay, how does this work? Grand strategy RPG. That sounds like it would take years to play. Um, so Phil. Yeah, it's twenty <laughs> bucks on PC and Xbox. And I don't know what's going on. I'm not digging the art style, but um, if the gameplay is good, who cares? Uh, let's see. Sounds like Age of Wonders or Spellforce, says Cyrail. So go look into that. We are the caretakers, again, is what that one's called. Yeah, this, uh, this is some weird art design. Mostly positive, really? and it's only 20 bucks. So I'll look into that later. Um, and so, I'm sorry. It's Tam may have already said this real quick. Under Dungeon for Switch is on sale for 2 bucks right now. What? It's ten bucks, bucks on Steam. So you probably have that in gold points. So go get it, Kelly. You play as a cat. I I am getting it right. All now. right, good. Where are my points? You, you gotta re- you gotta report on all the cat games for us. Very important. That, are you saying that needs to be my feature? Yes. On RP Gamer? Yes, I think it should be cat games of twenty twenty two. Cat games of twenty twenty three. You could do a quarterly cat game update. I, I did uh, Mark Stray as the best non-RPG of 2022. <laughs> because you're a cat, not because it's good. <laughs> oh, it's a good game. Yeah, but like but compared to other games, I think the cat is doing a lot of heavy lifting there. <laughs> uh, a lot of people were complaining about that getting... Kelly, tell me, tell me, is, is the cat game better than, than Elden Ring? I don't know. I mean, the cat game did make me cry for an hour straight. Oh, goodness. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. So it's got all the feels. Best story. Okay. Or most Under impactful dungeon. story. Most painful story. All right. Here's what's coming out this week. Uh, uh, these are also non-RPGs, so I have to figure this out. Nobody Saves the World is hitting Xbox and PC. We've mentioned that in the past. Um, oh, right. I'm sorry. That's for 2022. Excuse me. 2023, it's time to update the links. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> new year, new links. Who dis? Uh, let's see. <laughs> new year, new links. Who dis? I've added that one. <laughs> I love that Air Frog said Elden Ring also made me cry. <laughs> yeah, but te- different reasons, though. <laughs> was that tears of sorrow or tears of pain? Pain. <laughs> so I'm reading that Persona 4 Golden is hitting PlayStation and Xbox and Switch on January 19th. Is that true? I think that is. Same with Persona 3 Portable. So that's coming out this week. Also coming out this week, Kelly, you mentioned it earlier, Fire Emblem Engage on the Switch. Yep. Anna Marie shouted in joy from the other room. Monster yeah, Hunter Rise comes to the big boy consoles on January 20th. But probably won't have crossplay. Pocket Definitely Card Jockey Ride On. Um, oh, this is the Game Freak game with the um, solitaire horse racing People love that game on 3DS. I'm glad it's getting a new uh, life. It's coming to iOS. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> For a be. moment, I heard I heard jock, the, the whole horse jockey thing, and I'm like, is this the one where the horses are girls? No, that's that's the anime that's game. That's something else. That's, that's something else. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's something else. That is a thing. That sure it's is something. An that's, that's a thing. It's also an anime. It's on mm-hmm. my list. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Let's see, 2023 games on the wiki. Is this working? 23. That's a different pocket jockey game. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. We're a clean podcast. Uh, we mentioned that. Boobies. We mentioned that. No, we're not. One Piece no, no, Odyssey that, that, just that hit. One, not that bad. That one is not. I know. It is not Nikkei. He's. That's not what he's talking about. But yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Moving on. We've got, uh, that's it. That's it from, well, wait, well, mm, mm, ah, mm, maybe some more hidden here. Let's see if tech gaming has some additional ones for us. Uh, Ow. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. We talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have any more for you, Kelly. Sorry. No, oh, that's cool. I've got enough to play. The real question is, should I start the new Fire Emblem or should I start three, three hopes? The new fu- oh, have you not played Three Hopes? No, I um. Do you want Muso? Out- the real question is: Do you want to play a Muso, or do you not want to play a Muso? I don't know. The Hyper Warriors uh, show we did recently got me in a Muso mood, and Muso games aren't that long. All right, we need to get to this next story because I have comments. Oh, the Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah. We got our editorials, and to celebrate Final Fantasy's 35th anniversary this year, we wrote about our favorite Final Fantasy characters. But we didn't rank them! (laughs) What's the fun if we don't rank them? We gotta rank them for no reason. Because this was just our personal opinions. Each of us picked a character up to two characters. (laughs) We have to rank them. It's important. (laughs) Make choices. I was very upset because somebody got to Auron before I did. Because I, I really just, wanted to... like half the cast of Final Fantasy VI is in here. Yeah, <laughs> they had good characters. <laughs> Some games don't even get one person. Six gets like four. <laughs> but also, I don't. I don't think Alex would have appreciated me just put turning in. He's a cat for uh, Red Thirteen. Let's see what we got for Red Thirteen. Uh, did that you write mine. it? You wrote it. Oh yeah, my I gosh! It. You you just tealed. You just wallet texted it. 
Yeah, I had to cut that down severely because I wrote like a two-page. He's a cat. 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 And his tail's on fire. I, I wrote a two-page essay, and I was like, "Yeah, this is a little bit more than what they wanted, so I need to pare this back." While Red thirteen. My, he's a cat. My, my point across. Maybe a dog, but I think he's a cat. <laughs> that that's been highly debated since Final Fantasy. Highly controversial dog cat thing. Um, I also wrote about uh, Edgar from Final Fantasy VI, mm. and uh, Kefka from Final Fantasy VI because we had two different articles for this the friends and the foes um, oh look at this yeah emmett selk good he needs to be in there yes who's in there emmett selk uh, uh Shadowbringers antagonist oh right very important um, <laughs> the miss dragon from ff4 no I... <laughs> no was that what's that it's uh ryan costa <laughs> it's it's Rose's mom, essentially, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, why. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers for Final Fantasy IV. Sorry. Altros. Hey, All right. Know. See, even even in the villains list, six gets two people. Hey, you know I what? Mean, I mean, okay. it could have been the Mist Dragon from Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. All right. I mean, my main reason for Kefka not only was because he's the Joker of the Final Fantasy series, but he has the best song in the history of Final Fantasy for Final Boss music. Sippy he's Cop. also the only one who fully succeeds. Yep. I, That's I pointed So you that think out. Dancing Mad is better than Sippy Cup? Yes. Sippy Cup. I subjected Chris and Anna to this, Tam. If the next time you hear One Winged Angel for the chorus, you will hear Sippy Cup, not Sephiroth. Punch well, I, I hear something the completely and different when I hear Sephiroth now, so... I hear that. I hear the battle theme from Final Fantasy XIV when you're fighting them. That one version. Mm. But because of that, Chris and Anna, for the past two days, have done nothing but sing Sippy, Sippy Cup! <laughs> Sippy cup. This do, came do, up do, because do, uh, do, Sephiroth do, do. Amiibo came out this week. The, the one of the few uh, Amiibos that I said I'd cut a bit. Oh, I said Rose's mom. I meant Rydia's mom. Thank you, Cyril. Oh, right. Go ahead. Um, so the Amiibo. You got the Sephiroth. You got the Sippy Cup Amiibo. Yeah, I bought two of them. Bells, dogs, Bing cherries, something, something, <laughs> ham and cheese, Sippy Cup. I say ham and cheese rather than magic cheese, but fair enough. <laughs> No, did, nobody can understand what way, they're did, saying. Did you watch the uh, that Final Fantasy Four Fiends thing I shared the other day? Uh, no, but was it the Japanese one where they're all singing? And it's yes. amazing. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> I never even. I never. Even oh, it's saw, so good. One of my friends sent that to me. It's like, where is? Oh my so god, the they've like done a bunch of remixes. That group. Um, yeah, it's classic. <laughs> it's pretty classic. Yeah. Oh, Sarai, I'm going to say They did a bunch of Street Fighter time. covers, too. Bells, dogs, big cherries, something, something, magic cheese, sippy cup. I say ham and cheese. I'm going to stick with ham and cheese. But uh, God, I don't know. I, I just, wish Weird Al right did uh, video game parodies. He could have a blast with this. Why do, why do I care that much about ham and cheese? I don't know. Uh, who's, the, who's, the, who's the theme from 14 that's also one-winged angel? It's not it's not one ring angel, but when you're fighting the fiend, 
in Final Fantasy fourteen it is called Sephiroth. You know, it's the Oh Orc. Sephiroth, yeah. Yeah, so they use that so name they actually but for something say else. It, but, but so now they the, can't have Sephiroth because they've already blown it. Come on. Well it's yeah, but that theme's awesome. Um now that the show's been completely derailed, we what have we other about? editorials. Yeah. Oh, all right, what um, are they? A bunch of reviews came out. Harvestella right. by Alex Fuller. He, he gave liked it, it. A, a four out of five, said that the story is hard but pulls it off excellently. Oh, the story goes surprisingly hard, excuse me, but pulls it off excellently. A highly enjoyable gameplay loop and a superb soundtrack. Highly enjoyable said, gameplay loop with bland combat. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, I mean, if you get tired of it. I how can, does I this How that. does this unicorn see? I don't understand it. I know that um, his review convinced me to pick this for my employee of the month game. So I've got to wait a month for that because it's back ordered. But yeah, I want to try this game out. Uh, we've got a last Oracuru review from Pascal Takaya. What was this about? It was a Souls-like game. Of course. <laughs> Pascal's playing it? Probably Souls-like. Um, Not a good one, apparently. <laughs> well, two out of five. Um Choice-based narrative structure offers a good deal of agency and is an interesting sci-fi fantasy mashup. Um, the negatives, combat punishes the player more than the in-game combatants. Bugs and technical issues abound, including some that force a full game restart. <laughs> and Silver is an insufferable blowhard of a protagonist. Nice. So, Bullshit. Uh, that, that full game restart thing that does not sound fun i'm i'm sorry pascal that you had to deal with that hey sports story came out and we have a review and oh no this is from alex oh no for some, for some reason i thought matt reviewed this but i guess not it's not as good as golf story i think i think matt was working on it and he ended up he bailed on it walk away from it oh no uh, Ouch. That's not good. Um, So Sports Story rushed out to get to the end. It came out last year, at the very end of the year. Like, released to die. And uh, it got a two and a half out of five in Alex's review. Um, Good humorous moments, decent explorative sections, and catchy music. But everything feels disjointed. There's very little actual sport and fairly buggy. Oh, no. Maybe it'll get patched up and be really good. Looks like there's still golf in it, too, so that's good. Sorry, I was muted because the dog was bothering me. Oh. Um, Doraemon Story of Seasons has a review. Three and a half out of five. This is by Sam, by the way. This is the the second Doraemon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Doraemon. Whatever. Improved quest tracking, adorable story and characters, and lovely soundtrack and visuals. But the negatives are dumb partner AI, new tests are nothing special, and most of Dorian, Doraemon's gadgets are pretty useless. Doraemon. 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 I can't say it. Like, it should be I-E? I- I- Oh. I-mon. Doraemon. We've got a review for Mario Plus Rapid Sparks of Hope by Andrew Uh-oh. Smith. Is that going to be... <gasps> Four out of five? So it's better than the first one? Yeah. Um, That's not what I'd heard from anyone else. Off, combat are options start off simple, I thought everyone but... hated this one because the rabbits talk. No. 
I mean, hit the, That's one, of the what negatives heard. Is, <laughs> one of the negatives on his review is rabid voice lines are, were wholly unnecessary. Oh, okay. So he didn't like the rabbits talking. All right, good. <laughs> so but, it's consistent um, with everyone else's opinion. Um, he liked the combat options. There's great accessibility options and fun characters full of personality. Well, how do you so, get that personality if they don't talk? Huh? Mileage may vary. <laughs> well, Anna's I mean, making rabbit I, noises in the other room. <laughs> Well, let's let's face it. Like some of the rabbits in the first game talked, but they were usually enemy rabbits, mm. like Phantom. Yeah, they talked, but in text bubbles. Here, their no, voice no, acted. No, no the, the well, the one I'm talking about was a boss. Oh, and he sang. There's the, yeah, the singing. Does that count though? Oh, he still had a voice. It was great. <laughs> that was a good fight. <laughs> Annoying, but fun. Um, we've got a Path of the Midnight Sun demo impression from Alex Fuller, and this is a hybrid uh, adventure visual novel and turn-based RPG so, set to launch in less than a month. So, right up my alley. Got it. Um, so you can read more about that if you're curious about the demo. Um Sam Walker wrote about her favorite game of all time, Valkyrie Profile Lenneth, um, calling it a love letter to Valkyrie Profile. Um, goes on about why it's her favorite game, though as a warning, the, the article does contain major spoilers for the game. So uh, read that at your own discretion, but it's a cute but hey, article. Maybe it'll actually, if you've played the game and still didn't understand what the heck just happened, this could help. Yeah, major spoilers for a 20-year-old game. I just I have issues with but, storytelling in that game. That's my biggest problem with it. I can't but, understand the story. <laughs> Tam, that game was kind of got hard to find, and the re-release was only ever re-released on um, PSP. I know. So a lot of people are uh, playing it for the first time. I just wish it was on PC. I, I mean, give it time. Maybe they'll... Eventually, what's it on? Uh, PS4. PlayStation. PS4. Okay. Kelly, I would like to point out in the camera on the stream, we have toe beans for you. Oh, beans, beans. There you go. I right. Admittedly, I was the... I was streaming Valkyrie Profile Lena, uh, Valkyrie Profile Lemeth off my PC a few months ago, so you know. <laughs> we have an interview with Cygnus Enterprises about. Oh, about it, Cygnus Enterprises. It's an isometric action RPG by Team Miozi. Miozi. I can't say it. <laughs> and you can hear, you can find out all sorts of things about the game. Jonathan Stringer did this interview. You've heard him on our podcast before. Um. Okay, dumb question. Which tabby is that? Is that Scamper? That is Scamper. Okay. <laughs> Look, I when I talk, trouble. they both look at the camera. <laughs> Hi. How you doing, was, cats? That was a delayed reaction, but very funny. <laughs> Seeing both eyes open at the same time. <laughs> what? Um, so, yeah, that that is all of our stuff that we haven't talked about in a month. Oh, goodness. And and my voice is shot. Okay. Back to Val uh, Vampire Survivors, then. Right. No? <laughs> you almost said Valkyrie Profile. I did almost you? say Valkyrie Profile. Oh, we need a question of the week. Question of the week. 
What are your New Year's gaming resolutions? Sounds good to me. Very, People usually uh, do that. Very basic, but hey, it's the new year. New year, new you. Um, my New Year's gaming resolutions are to play a couple of backtrack games, including um, Judgment and Percent of Five Strikers. And gosh, there was something else. What was I going to try to play? That's what I like about Backtrack is that it gets me to try games that I've never tried before. My resolution is I'm getting, um, I bought a dance pad, Kelly. Oh. So I'm going to get into Step Mania because I miss DDR. And that's where it's at now. This the Step DDR Mania. is still going. ITG just Mania. A, yeah. Just, just in Japan. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> or you can get ITG Mania and or step mania or open fox um and uh fan songs and stuff like that and be good to go do you get as much exercise doing stuff like beat saber as you would a dance game you probably do because you're moving your body yeah because of the fact you're uh, so i've watched upper body yeah yeah upper body because um you also have to dodge walls, mm-hmm. so you're yeah. getting both, you know, upper body and lower body. You're getting arm workout, so it's actually probably more can be more physically um, inclined. For Anna action. is liking her Beat Saber workouts, so I oh, tell you I that much. Well, yeah. The the reason why I ask is so I had to update my um, Oculus mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't lose all my game purchases because I guess it all had to be. T- changed a meta account by january 1st yeah and booted up ragnarok and saw that ragnarok had a bunch of new sound packs yeah and a bottom she liked uh, them updating my oculus cost me 30 (laughs) dollars not exactly but okay because they were like all all song packs with stuff relevant to my interest including one of them having one of my one of my favorite songs of all time, One Night in Tokyo by Beast in Black. Ooh. Listen to it. It's a freaking banger. Um, but but also, yeah, and I like... What about One Rider Night in Rock. Bangkok? Have that? Uh, that would be nice. <laughs> One Night in Bangkok and the no, world's your No, but it's funny. Didn't I send you guys the song list and I said, what band looks out of place here? And you said Offspring. Okay. Was uh, I, th- th- I, what does that I mean? Um. So it's like all heavy metal and stuff because it's Ragnarok. Yeah. And then there's an Offspring song in there. Yeah. Cyrell has shared uh, an image of the lyrics he would hear for Sephiroth on our Discord. Uh oh. (laughs) It's glory. Bells, frogs, bing cherries, jingle bells, magic cheese, Sephiroth. (laughs) Sell swords in swords in my knees. And peed on these. <laughs> what? Sippy cup. Many, many, many mouse, then adore me, crunchy love. Many, many, <laughs> many mouse, then adore me, crunchy love. Oreos are now upon us. Yeah, the Oreos I agree with. Oreos is true. Again, I, I go with uh, ham and cheese instead of magic cheese, but yeah, this is pretty good. Yep. Skirt. <laughs> Wow. Sippy we cup. need to record this and put it on YouTube and ride the viral wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we should get like a whole bunch of us together. Well, we need someone to animate it with like the misheard lyrics thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and we all unfortunately we would need a whole bunch of us so we could do. And this like, was this already happened, by the way. Cyril says like this is like twenty five years ago on You're the Man Now, Dog, or whatever. So. Oh yeah, I can. Yeah, there was a whole thing about misheard lyrics in that. Yes, I, but I it would know. be funny if we got enough arp, uh, enough people together to do like an actual choir doing these lyrics. Oh, if goodness. we could keep straight faces. Oh, probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. Chris, do you remember Corn on the Cob? Corn, Corn on the, the cob. cob! Yeah, I say that every time now, Kelly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we need to end the show. We've, we're having too much fun. Yeah, that means it's a good show. All right. Thanks, everybody. So- We're going to see you next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Come join our Discord at rpgamer.com slash Discord, I think. Uh, something like that. Uh, Write down your misheard game song lyrics. That's right. And uh, um, you can also go to the uh, homepage or go to the podcast page, find RPG Cast, and put a comment in the show thread. Tell me about a guild I can join in one of these games. And you can tell us your New Year's resolutions. Um, we, we skipped what we we're going to play this week. Oh, what are you going to play this week, Kelly? I'm going to finish up Dragon Quest Treasures and start a Fire Emblem. Which one I will start, I am not sure. Okay. Um, I got tempted by a number of games on this exact show, so I don't know what I'm going to play this week. Possibly PC Simulator Building Simulator. Too. Yeah, I'm, I'm installing it now. So, um, You're not going to try Sonic Frontiers? No, I'm not going to try Sonic Frontiers. Sorry. I've watched people play it, and I'm just not interested, so I'm going to play something I am interested in. Oh, Chris, there's a demo on Switch now. Kelly, Kelly I am that- more interested in going downstairs and soldering a USB thing on a device I have that's broken than playing Sonic Frontiers, so probably not. on Switch? No, the, not. The inferior version? Why would I want the Switch version? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Why, Why is does the anyone... Why is the worst version of the game the one with the demo? That is weird. I assume it's because it's the one not selling. <laughs> but sorry, I was just. I, I got to check out this. We are the caretakers too. See if they have a demo. Oh, and the sailing game we came across. I downloaded that demo. Oh, we'll see if I try that. The yeah. sailing RPG, yeah. Yeah. Um, or I'll just play more Vampire Survivors and um, WoW Dungeons and make no progress on anything and feel like a failure for next week. But you know, at some point, wait, I wait, to... wait! Fire Emblem's coming out, right? Yeah. Shouldn't I be playing that? I should probably play I, that. I don't know. Fire Emblem Cogate. Yeah, you just reminded me. I'm dying. And, and they've them, and, them and they've lessened the amount of social stuff in the game. Oh, I don't like that, but um. Well, they, they, the the last game people felt went way too far on the. Social well, those stuff. people are wrong. <laughs> what you can I tell like you? Tea- I like the social tea- stuff. <laughs> they didn't like tea parties? Yeah, come on. Like, okay, they the tea did- parties itself, that mechanic's done. Do a different mechanic. That does get old after a while, but still, something. Yeah, my my issue was drift. Mm. Joy-Con or, drift? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Were they in mad fact, about- the, drift, the drift is so bad now, I can't even use the controller. Well, contact Nintendo or get a new one or something. Do I something about it. One when I can afford one. Or buy a new, je- uh, do a replacement of the joystick. It's, it's, it's not easy, but it's not impossible. And as long as you don't tear a ribbon cable, uh, it'll work. <laughs> you need steady hands, though. 
Okay, nobody wants to replace their own Joy-Con joysticks. So. No, I, I, just, I just blew mine out with an air cannon. It worked just fine. Oh, nice. Good. No, the, this is this is like super bad. I don't. I th- think it's definitely more than just <sighs> dust or something in there. Well, I would try it anyway, just because it doesn't hurt you to try also, the easy fix. You could also squirt some WD-40 in it, and sometimes Ooh. that fixes it too. Really. Um, but it has to be like the special electronics WD for oh. a regular kind. So like a silicon grease or something? Or? So, yeah, something like that. I have I have it, but I can't remember for the life All right. of me. So but- the third thing to write in besides guild suggestions and New Year's resolutions is how to fix home remedies for fixing Joy-Sto- Joy-Con drift. <laughs> I want to hear about wrapping my Joy-Con in a towel and putting it in the oven. <laughs> and well, as far as what I'm going to be playing... Uh, Besides the three mobile games I'm playing, one of which is indeed Nikkei, Goddess of Victory, oh, or goodness. as a friend likes to call, but Jiggle Army, um, is uh, obviously Final Fantasy XIV because of the patch. And then, um, as long as I can find a cable, I am going to be playing Relayer. We need to get you more cables, bud. <laughs> Tell me what cables uh, that, you need. I will buy you cables. <laughs> uh, that will not be an issue in a few okay. months. All right. <laughs> there's stuff going on um my i will message you okay all right thanks everybody for watching we'll catch you next week then i think we're all do- good uh, we're good now right kelly yep all right thanks everyone Bye-bye. bye bye